Hello everybody, thank you for giving so much love to all the episodes before I'm back with Janelle. So Janelle is an author, a screenwriter and an actor and a coach and she's a wonderful woman. So thank you very much for being here Janelle. Thank you so much for having me, it's such a pleasure to meet you. So yeah, my first question to you is uh, if you can speak about yourself and what you do. Sure. Well, I do a few different things. Uh, I primarily uh, make movies and write books, uh, but I get a tremendous, tremendous uh, love uh, exploding from my heart when working with people. So I started coaching people when I was about 21 years old, and I started out in sales coaching, but that evolved, and now I work with people on a more spiritual level and help people move past their blocks in their lives so they can start to dive into their creativity in ways that fulfills them and brings more joy into the world. Okay. Uh, so how, how did you get into, uh, you know, how did you get into acting? Was it... Uh from you already had the skills of being an actor or was it uh, a passion you wanted to you know, get into? Uh, both. It, it was a passion for sure. It was a dream. It was. I had a, a very, very difficult adolescence. Uh, it was really, really painful and it was something that I was able to focus on to be able to push me forward to change my life and make it better and have a dream and create a relationship with my future. And so I'm so grateful to my 16-year-old self that had that dream to be an actor and went and went for it. Okay. So uh, how how did you find a way to get into acting? And how um, uh, get into starting your own production house? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, got into acting first on the stage when I was young, uh, very young, like a child and a teenager. And then I went into college and I went for acting. And um, I did all stage and all theater. And one day I was in a play and a wonderful director, a film director saw me and asked me to come be in a movie, a short film that he was doing. It was called Lucky Juliet. And I said, yes, of course. And then I just never really went back to the stage after that. And I started doing all movies and television and, and commercials and working behind the camera or working in front of the camera. And um, I moved to Hollywood and I uh, started doing some acting there. But what I realized was I really, really wanted to bring a more positive message into the world with my acting because uh, television, you're telling a vision and you are using light and color and sound and vibration and you're creating a trance-like state in, in an audience and it's like a form of hypnosis and so I really wanted to make sure that I was using that magic in a really really beautiful way so I started to create my own content and work with my own team to create things that had that positive messaging to it so I could help bring that into the world. Okay, and and how does it make you feel now? You know, you wanted to become an actor. You had that uh, that passion in yourself, and you are an actor right now. So, how does it feel to be an actor right now? It feels so good. It feels so good to be able to set your mind to something and to do it because you had the will, and you don't have to know how it happens or why it happens. 
or you know how you're going to do it but you just know that you're going to do it and you go after it and you don't stop and you don't let anyone tell you no because especially with acting a lot of people are going to tell you no you're going to get a lot of no's and and uh you know, for different roles or different parts. And I just look at it as, okay, that's fine. They're not saying no to me and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep going. And that applies to every single job out there and every single, uh, every single dream that anyone can have that you just have to keep, keep going forward no matter what. Okay. And uh, how, how, uh, how you think it affects your, yeah, if uh, you explore your passion, you brought success in your passion. So how, how bad uh, it hurts, like, did, did, did it hurt your mental health by some? Sorry, I, you cut out a little bit. Did it hurt what? Yeah. Did, did it hurt your mental health by some or the other way? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it still does at some points because, you know, it's like you always want to be doing more and always want to be doing better. That's part of just being human. We want to grow. And so I have to always remind myself of where I was when I was 16 in comparison to right now that I would be like, oh my gosh. And I think we as humans have to do that. We have to remind ourselves of, of not only where we want to go, but where we've come from. And so we can, we can you know, give ourselves a pat on the back every now and again, because it can be really, really challenging mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of it. It's, it's really, really hard, but it does pay off <laughs> if, you keep, if you keep going for it. Uh -huh. And uh, how? What would be an advice uh, to people who wants to become an actor, and uh, to or anyone who wants to start a production house? You know, I would say to just go for it. A lot of people think you need to go to school, and school can be really helpful. I went to film school too, but really, the best, best, best advice you can I can give anyone is to just go for it. You have so many tools available to you on um, YouTube and you know Amazon. You can produce stuff with your iPhone. It's pretty amazing. You can just go for it. You can start performing monologues. There's there's things on TikTok now. You know, people are getting millions and millions of views just by doing what they want to do and creating this stardom for themselves. And so I would say to just go for it and don't let anything stop you because right now we're in the digital era where we can just go for it. And so just get out of your own way. Just like, just say, okay, I'm, I'm just going to do this and I'm just going to have fun with it. And I'm going to let go of all the humiliation or my fear of rejection. And I'm going to know that I'm not a reject. So there's no way I can be rejected. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you for giving that wonderful advice. So how, how did you get from being an actor, how did you get into being a spiritual coach? What's the story behind that? <laughs> um, well, they both were very, very side-by-side -side journeys. As I was uh, working on being an actress in Hollywood, I was going through a lot of health issues. And so I went um, on a spiritual path because I wasn't really getting a lot of help with Western medicine. And so it just opened me up to a whole new world of how to uh, heal myself using alternative methods and how to think in different ways uh, and how to, you know, harness your emotions and release your emotions as a way to, to be more connected with yourself. And so I, I feel like it's all related, you know, whether it's acting or it's, it's healing or it's spirituality, it's all just channeling an energy through you. Um, and it's a divine energy if you can allow it to be. And so I work with people, you know, they don't have to be actors. They can be 
writers or they can, you know, be busy doing spreadsheets. It doesn't really matter. You know, it's, it's just, it's working through whatever that block is that is preventing you from being able to let that flow through you in a natural way. And uh, how did how did you say that as uh, Western medicine did help? How did spiritually help? Spiritual, spirituality Yeah, I think that um, I think that there's a balance that you can find in in spirituality where there's a balance between the mind and the heart, and um, when you can access that, you can really embody spirituality in the human form because we can't really. Uh, we can't really just go into our heart as human beings. We have to also balance our minds too, because we can't help it. We think, you know, <laughs> we, we can go into meditation and we can go into a quiet place for a long time. But when we open our eyes back up and we go into life, we can't help it. We're going to think. <laughs> and so for me, it, mind over matter and being able to step into that, that, that feminine energy of love, I feel like that has been for me far more restorative and helpful than relying on any kind of medication or anything like that to be able to help me. Um, I'm not saying, you know, medication isn't helpful if, if it's necessary, but I found for me that it wasn't the end all be all. It wasn't everything that it, you know, is made out to be in the modern world that we have, that spirituality is really our truest medicine that yeah. we, can, we can find and incorporate into our lives. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, so, uh, for what does spirituality, spirituality really mean for you, means to you? And uh, do you think spirituality and the religions uh, are, you know, one? Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? Right, that's such a good question. Um, spirituality means to me connection. Mm -hmm. It really it, is, that's basically it in one word. Mm -hmm. It's feeling a connection to all that is. Mm -hmm. So going into your second question, I believe some people can find that in religion. And I think that's really valuable and really important for some people. But again, I don't think it's the end all be all because not everyone does connect with religion and that doesn't really necessarily work for them. But I think that it can, you know, it does for many, many people. So it's not anything wrong with religion. For me, I never grew up in any kind of religious, um, like religion with my family. And so I uh, explored spirituality in a different way, and I still find myself to be very, very spiritual without being religious. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, that's that's a, a totally a new viewpoint you spoke about. Um, so, uh, so are you are you into meditation? Do meditation or something? Yeah, I do meditation. I uh, practice meditation regularly. I think that it's really, really important. Uh, I have a hard time just going into the quiet place and meditating um, without doing guided meditation. I really get a lot out of guided meditation. And so there's a lot of go-tos that I go to. And I also um, incorporate that a lot in with people that I work with. I have I just started a YouTube channel and I started putting some of my meditations on there because my clients have asked me to do so and so it because it can be helpful because sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves like oh my gosh I have to meditate but I don't know how or it's hard or I can't get my mind clear and so it can be really helpful to have that guide and now again it's like there's so many things on YouTube 
we can just put it on real quick. And I, I do that with my kids as well. We, we put meditations on to help them fall asleep. So um, it's a good way to just start to practice that and incorporate those really positive messages into the, into the brain. Yeah. And how, how do you get into no thought meditation? Like, does it take you time or does it, uh, you know, like, does it take some kind of pressure from your side to, you know, have no thoughts in your mind when you're doing meditation? Does it take something like that? Uh, for me, I, it's been, I've been meditating for years now. So it, for me, it's pretty quick. But at the beginning, it was really, really difficult. I was like, I couldn't ever get my mind to turn off. I couldn't get myself to calm down. Um, but now after practice, and so I would want to encourage anyone, if they're having a hard time with meditation, to just keep practicing and not expect perfection and it does get easier and it will help uh, even if you think you're not doing it right <laughs> okay yeah uh, so coming to back uh, to your acting career how how, uh, how do you think uh, how how male dominated like i have heard a lot of times that hollywood is male dominated but i have, I have nothing know about it so i would like to know your thoughts on that like is it really dominating or what, what do you think about it uh, yes, I think it has been very, very male-dominated. I don't think that's just Hollywood, though. I think that's pretty much every system in our modern world has been very, very male-dominated. So I don't think Hollywood is any different from that. However, that is changing, and there's many, many more women that are starting to come forward and starting to do film. Uh, my team that I work with uh, are you know, many of them are women and they're very, very talented. And so that's been really, really fun. But yes, in the past, it has been very male dominated. And especially in my early 20s, that was kind of hard. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's getting better now. And I think that's a shift happening all over the whole entire world in every industry. And how, and how bad are you affected by the pandemic going all over right now? Uh, well, I live in, in California, and so we're on one of the strictest lockdowns in the whole entire country. We went on lockdown before anybody else, and we're going to probably stay on lockdown longer than anyone. Uh, they're very strict here. So uh, it's I'm, I'm very blessed. I live in a, a community where the beach is never closed. And so, and the trails never closed. And so I've spent actually more time in nature than I ever have in the last, in my adult life anyway. So uh, I'm, I'm treasuring that because I know that we're all in the same storm, but we're not all in the same boat. Yeah. And it's really, it's a, it's really, really hard. You know, I mean, I've had certain things that have been difficult for me that I feel kind of silly even complaining about, but it's, um, you know, it, it has been challenging, I think for everybody in our own ways. Okay. And coming back to, uh, you being an author, so if you can speak about your author journey and how did you get into writing? Sorry, you cut out again. I couldn't hear you. Yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, if you can speak, uh, you being an author, if you can speak about your author journey and how did you get into writing? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my author journey, I started writing uh, when I was very young. I started to keeping a journal when I was 10 years old and I kept a journal my whole life. And I was always working on a book, but it was never getting made. It was just never, ever, ever happening. And so... Uh, finally, I just put my mind to it and 
said, okay, I'm going to do this. It doesn't need to be the best book in the entire world. Cause I think I had this pressure on myself, like, oh, this first book, it's going to, it needs to be the best thing. And it has to be ground shattering and it has to be New York times bestselling. And, and that will just get you stuck forever. And it did. And so finally I was like, okay, you know what? It doesn't have to be the best thing in the whole entire world. It's going to be good, but it, it's, let me just get this book done. And I got it done and it, the first one, and it went, it went great. Like I'll, it was an Amazon bestseller for, for, you know, three weeks running. It was, um, it, it was very, very exciting. And and it gave me a push. And so now I have multiple books that are going to be coming out this year because I think really it is just, we make writing a book a bigger deal than it is. And when we just do it and we get it done, then it makes it a whole lot easier. <laughs> and how, how much time does it take to write a book? Uh, it depends um, because it depends on the length of the book and also depends, I think, on the research. If you're doing a, a book that requires a tremendous amount of research, that will take a lot longer. Whereas if you're writing, a, I'm, the book I'm working on right now is a memoir and it doesn't require any research because it's just all based off of my memory. And so it's going very, very fast. I, I started writing it uh, two weeks ago and I'll probably have it done in another three weeks. <laughs> so it's, it, it can happen very, very fast uh, depending on what book it is. So I think that's the other thing is like we have in our heads that a book could take a year or three and some books could certainly, but Nowadays, people really like shorter books. They like, you know, 25,000 word books because we don't have the same attention span that we used to. And so it's important, I think, to, um, to remember that if you want to go into a book writing journey. Yeah. And how, how hard was uh, for you being a writer? Was it, uh, is it, did it have some difficulty or you, you, it was easy for you? With writing the book? Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. There was difficulty and there was a huge learning curve. It's, you know, even though it's pretty straightforward on Amazon, there's lots of different things that you have to have with formatting and, and um, printing. And then I've got the first one printed and I didn't like the way that it looked. And, you know, there's lots of different things that come up that I think you just have to go through. Um, I actually I'm now offering book coaching for people because uh, I've learned so much through this whole process. I know that I can help other people. So um, just to make it easier for them, because uh, I was like, Oh, I wish that I had somebody that could have made that a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, it is challenging. And I think that's life is really challenging. And, and that's part of what helps us grow. It's just kind of looking at challenges differently than, than we um, have been taught to. And uh, do you have a team which, uh, you know, edited and make a book cover for you or is it just you, you doing by, your, by yourself? No, I hired a team to, my team to, uh, did my book cover for me and there's tools on Amazon you can use, um, uh, which is great. And you can even nowadays, you can go on canva.com and you can design all sorts of different things. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, I did have a, I did have a team and I think that's the other important thing is uh, trying to find your team, you know, whoever that is, because there's this idea in our world that you have to do everything on your own. But when you can allow help from other people, you can, you can move a lot faster and things are way more interesting because you get to be surprised by how creative they are. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really, really 
fun because um, it's exciting, especially with making movies, that you have this inspiration and this idea, and then you watch other people come in and bring their ideas into it, and it just makes it all the more incredible to witness. Okay, now uh, we have we spoke about the journey, so let's come to the book. So what's your book all about, and what do you have uh, what, what what you have written in that? Yeah, so the book is this first book that just came out uh, is called Spiritual Ninja, okay. and. Uh, it is a guidebook, actually, for energetic protection. So to help you stay spiritually connected and feel protected in the state of the modern world. So it came out at a really good time with everything that we have going on right now in the world. Um, it's really, really chaotic. And so this book gives you really, really practical tools on how to stay grounded, how to stay centered, how to feel connected, how to connect with yourself and your multidimensional layers. And... Um, how to disconnect energy that you may pick up from other people on an unconscious level, like even online, because in the modern world, we spend a lot of time on social media and we might see something that, that um, could be shocking to us, or we might have an internet troll come and say something rude to us and that affects us energetically. So I wanted to give, create a book that could help people, um, you know, snap out of it quickly and and give that energy back and feel really solid in their own body. And, and what, what were the reviews by people? How did they uh, how did they you know express themselves through that book? And which made you happy to see that those reviews? How did the how did the what express themselves? Yeah, what were the reviews by the audience to you know the readers? And what did they you know say about say about the book? And how do you yeah, yeah. It's been really well received, which has been very, very fun. I've been super excited because, of course, as an author, you get nervous. Like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, what are people going to think? And is this going to land or resonate? And so I've got some very good feedback. And, and a lot of people have said that this is the best timing ever that this book could have come out because it really, really does teach you to go inside of yourself um, and and get really, really solid during a chaotic period. And so it's been really fun to watch. And I've had lots of people uh, order the book and take a picture with it, either a digital picture, people are sending me a picture with their phone or or with their Kindle, you know, or the actual book from Amazon because you can get it worldwide. So it's been really fun to get all these pictures from everybody so I could, uh, I could share them online and create this movement really of spiritual ninjas all across the world. Okay, uh, so yeah, you covered everything wonderfully. Uh, thank you very much for being here. And a uh, question again I have for you uh, is how how, uh, how do you manage, uh, you are a parent, and how do you manage parenting, the work, acting, writing, everything together? How hard does it become to manage all those things together? Yeah, I mean, I think that it is a, a constant juggling. Yeah. Um, it is, and, and sometimes, and I think really for me, as someone told me a long time ago, there's a filmmaker named Shonda Rhimes. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she said in an interview that she something along the lines that basically, as a mother and as a as a career woman, you just kind of have to accept that sometimes you're going to suck in <laughs> in one area, and you're really excelling in the other area. If you're doing really great at filmmaking, you might be dropping the ball as a mom, and then you have to go and flip that around. And I think 
when I heard that it changed my life because I was so hard on myself trying to be so perfect at every single thing. And when I heard that, I was like, Oh, okay. It's okay to, you know, I can balance that. I can, if I drop the ball, I can forgive myself for that. And I can go and pick the ball back up and I can, you know, start juggling it again and it can work out and I don't have to, I don't have to beat myself up over it. So I think that that's really what it is. And especially right now with everything that's happening in the world, it's just, recognizing like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have some moments that I'm going to get overwhelmed and I'm homeschooling my kids and I have a 13 year old and a three year old. And how do I do this all? And, you know, it's just accepting that sometimes you're going to have to forgive yourself for not being perfect and not being able to do it all perfectly. So um, that really helped me. So I hope that that will help someone else that gets to listen to this. Okay, wonderful. Uh, so let's come, uh, it's all a boost at an end and have last five quick questions for you. Uh, so how, what was the best advice you ever received from somebody? Mm. Hmm. I think the best advice uh, ever is that choice is your superpower. And that's really my motto in life now is that every single moment we have this choice inside of us. Some may call it free will. um, And I agree with that. We have a choice. And sometimes our choices are very, very limited. Mm -hmm. But we get to choose every single minute. And every little micro choice that we make will compound over time and make a huge, massive, massive difference. change in our life. And so I really believe that by embodying choice and taking ownership of that, you get to be a creator of your life instead of a victim to it. So I think that's the best advice that anyone's ever given me and that I really try to live by and remember every single day. Okay. And the worst advice? Say that again. The worst advice? Sorry, couldn't hear you. Okay. A worst, a worst advice. Worst Oh, okay. Now I heard you. Uh, worst advice. You know, <laughs> that all kind of goes into, uh, there's a couple things there. Um, it, and they're people's opinions. I had, I had a couple, we were talking about earlier, um, you know, the uh, uh, male-driven um, uh, Hollywood scene. And I had a couple of big producers or directors or managers or whatever tell me in I, when I was in my early 20s that I was too old <laughs> yeah. and um, that I was too, uh, you know, I, I didn't have this or I didn't have that. And um, that's just not true. Like, that's just not true. You're never too young or too old to follow your dreams and make them happen. And anyone that tells you differently should go screw themselves. (laughs) It's, you know, like it's, it's true. That is the worst advice I ever got. I believed it for a period, but it just isn't true. You know, like take that advice, that worst advice and, and use that as a motivation, use that to choose something different for yourself and say, you know what? 
no, thank you. I'm going to show you. <laughs> and not out of vengeance, but just to really be like, I'm going to do this because I can, because I choose to, because you don't own me. And and that's that's just the truth. Like, you're never too old. You're never too young. You're never, like, because you're a woman or because you're a man or because you're a kid or because of your race or whatever. That's all bullshit. It's just total bullshit. You can do what you want to do if you make it happen. Okay. And uh, how do you describe your uh, life journey in three words? In three words. Hmm. Challenging, adventurous, and enchanting. <laughs> uh, what did you learn from failure? What did I learn from these three? Uh, no, we are failures. Like... Uh, there's some plans or something working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I learned. I've <laughs> I've learned that really. This might sound cliche, but I don't really believe in failure. I think that uh, we can take from every single failure some kind of reason from it, and we can create something from that, and we can learn something from that. And it's really that perspective is everything and success is an energy. And so if you're able to tap into that energy, you can be successful every single day of your entire life. And those failures are just something that you got to, you got to learn from. Okay. And the uh, last question is you, uh, if you would like to give a message or, uh, you know, speak about something you can, you can speak about. Okay. Um, I just want to say that I think it's really awesome what you're doing, being 16 years old, mm -hmm. getting out into the world, putting yourself out there and, you know, being curious. I think that being curious is one of the most remarkable human traits that we can really have and embody. And you're doing that. So thank you so much for having me on your show and for being interested in hearing a little bit about my story. And I'm excited that you're sharing your story because it matters and it's important and you're inspiring and you're touching people and you're inspiring me too. So thank you for having me on here. Yeah, that was wonderful having you. Thank you very much for giving so much uh, sharing some wisdom and some uh, wonderful life experience you had. And that's, that's amazing having you. That was my pleasure having you. Thank you very much. Thank you.